This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. No Kathy White today. I'm James Kelly. Good morning on this Wednesday, June 29th at 6.04. It's 55 degrees in downtown Binghamton this morning, and you're listening to First News on WNBF. Authorities announced that the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force conducted an investigation into an arson for hire in the area and discovered that David Rexer of Endicott conspired with another person to commit arson on an occupied dwelling in the village of Endicott. Rexer was charged with attempted murder in the second degree, conspiracy in the second degree, attempted arson in the second degree, and conspiracy in the fourth degree. He is currently being held at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility after arraignment and processing. The district attorney's office announced that Shamel Hunter of Binghamton was sentenced to three years in New York State Prison, followed by three years post-release supervision after pleading guilty to criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree. In December, police executed a search warrant at Hunter's residence in Binghamton and recovered quantities of methamphetamine, fentanyl, and over $13,000 in cash. Authorities say Christopher Vandermark of Saratoga County pled guilty to engaging in a money laundering conspiracy designed to conceal proceeds from a multi-state unemployment insurance fraud scheme. Vandermark admitting to corresponding with a person who directed him to open accounts at multiple financial institutions, and those accounts received more than $88,000 in fraudulently obtained unemployment insurance benefits from six states. His sentencing is scheduled for October 27th, and a conviction carries a maximum of 20 years in prison, a fine up to $500,000, and a term of supervised release of up to three years. The Cortland County Sheriff's Office announced that Desiree Brame of Freetown, New York, was arrested on Monday for a petty larceny through their investigation. Police discovered that Ms. Brame had stolen electronics from a Walmart in Cortlandville and attempted to sell them at a pawn boss. She was released on an appearance ticket and is scheduled to appear in the town of Cortlandville on July 11th. The Cortland County Sheriff's Office also announced that Brooke Irish of Cortlandville, New York, was arrested last week and charged with criminal contempt in the second degree. Police responded to a call about a disturbance in the town of Virgil and through their investigation discovered that Miss Irish had violated a stay-away order of protection by being at the home of the protected party. She was later arrested and released on her own recognizance with a date to appear at the town of Virgil Court. The United States Attorney's Office announced that Oscar Javier of the Dominican Republic was sentenced to serve 20 months in prison following his conviction for illegally re-entering the United States and fraud and misuse of a non-immigrant visa. Javier was removed from the United States in October 2020 following a felony conviction in New York State Court. Javier's vehicle was stopped by a state trooper on September 30th, at which time he presented the trooper with a Dominican Republic passport containing a fraudulent United States non-immigrant visa. The Broome County Office of the County Clerk announced that they will be holding an after-hours passport fair on July 11th at the Broome County Clerk's Office. The fair will run from 4.30 to 7.30 p.m., and residents will be seen by appointment only. You can sign up for an appointment at passportfair.setmore.com and download a copy of the passport application at travel.state.gov. New York State Police have reported that actress and Syracuse native Mary Mara died this weekend at the age of 61 following an apparent drowning in Cape Vincent, New York. Mara was found deceased by police in the St. Lawrence River early on Sunday morning. 
WMBF's Bob Joseph reports that a Rochester area business has purchased a six-acre site on Hooper Road in Endwell, where it is planned to build a four-story housing project. CDS Monarch acquired the property just south of Maine Endwell High School this month for $475,000. The site has been owned by JST Properties LLC of Johnson City, and CDS Housing of Webster has proposed constructing a 115-unit apartment complex on the parcel. The property is adjacent to the Marion Apartments project, which has 102 units. More information about that story is available on WMBF.com. And Governor Kathy Hochul has been declared the winner of the Democratic nomination for New York State Governor after yesterday's primary vote. Hochul is the first woman from either party to secure the nomination for the office in New York State. U.S. Representative Lee Zeldin emerged victorious in the Republican primary, defeating Harry Wilson, Rob Astorino, and Andrew Giuliani. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Shop Toyota, Chevy, BMW, and pre owned at GaltAuto.com. In- Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 610 on a Wednesday morning, and we welcome drivers, pedestrians, and those who are as of yet uncommitted. However, you plan to get around today, we welcome you to First News Binghamton. The good news from a travel standpoint no issues have been reported to us so far. So let's. Keep it that way. Just uh, checked out that new roundabout in the town of Dickinson. Took it for another spin, even though we have some fog this morning. That's an easy ride. Almost enjoyable, if you like roundabouts. So again, no problems so far as we start the midweek edition of First News Binghamton. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service, patchy fog will be with us until about 7. Otherwise, mostly sunny today, high 81, partly cloudy tonight with isolated showers and thunderstorms. In the evening, low 56, sunny tomorrow, high 84, and mostly sunny Friday, high 91. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 50. At News Radio, WNBF News Time 611. I'm Bob Joseph in Studio One. James Kelly is in the WNBF News Center this morning, in for Kathy White. What will happen today? That's the question we all ask ourselves as we rise and shine, whether it's a weekday or a weekend, what will happen? And the answer for most of us is who knows? Or as we say in the radio business, stay tuned. Anything can and will happen in Binghamton and across the Twin Tiers and around the world. So what we will give you is prompt coverage of news as it happens. As we learn the stories of our communities. I'll be out asking a few questions today. Not just asking questions, probably taking pictures and videos and showing you a few things that will potentially surprise you. That's why we have the website, WNBF.com. So stay tuned to 1290 AM, 92.1 FM, and be sure to check out the website, WNBF.com, frequently throughout the day for updates on important stories from your neighborhood. 
Coming up this morning, we'll have sports. Also, money news today. Money news from Daria Albinger. And at about 6.20, Dr. Sanjay Gupta talks about fighting with someone you love. He claims it can actually be good for you. All that and more coming up on First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time 613. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 6.15 on WNBF, it's sports time with James Kelly. The New York Yankees defeated the Oakland Athletics last night by a score of 2-1. J.P. Sears took the ball for the Yankees in a spot start and threw 5.2 innings, allowing just three hits and no runs. Following the strong outing, Sears was optioned back to AAA Scranton. Jose Trevino hit an RBI single in the first inning to score D.J. LeMahieu, and Marwin Gonzalez hit a solo home run in the second inning to give the Yankees their only runs of the game. Clay Holmes allowed one run in the ninth inning, but held on for his 13th save of the season. The Yankees are now 55-20 and 20 in the 2022 season. That's the best record in Major League Baseball. The New York Mets lost to the Houston Astros by a score of 9-1. to Carlos Carrasco allowed six runs in four and a third innings of work, including four runs in the first inning off an Alex Bregman RBI single and a three-run home run for Kyle Tucker. The Mets' lone run of the game came in the ninth inning on a bases-loaded walk to catcher James McCann. The Mets are now 47-28. and The Binghamton Rumble Ponies were defeated by the Hartford Yard Goats last night by a score of 6-2. The Rumble Ponies scored on a home run from Brett Beatty and an RBI double from Wyatt Young, but starter Jose Chassin allowed five runs over five innings of work. Max Scherzer was scheduled to make his second rehab start with the team on his way back from an oblique injury, but his start was postponed until tonight's game. And with Max Scherzer's start postponed, the Rumble Ponies' watch party was also postponed until tonight. So gates to Marabado Stadium will open at 6.05 for the 7.05 start. And if you can't make it in person, you can listen to the game right here on WMBF with the pregame at 6.50. And the New York Knicks traded Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel, along with two future second-round picks to the Detroit. Detroit Pistons in a $19 million salary cap move yesterday. Experts expect the Knicks to use that additional salary space to pursue free agent guard Jalen Brunson, who averaged 16 points per game with the Dallas Mavericks last season. And big tennis news, Serena Williams lost her first singles match in nearly a year. She was beat by Harmony Tan of France in three sets at Wimbledon. So now a lot of questions about the future of Serena Williams um, her comeback, at least so far, has fallen short, but it's good to at least see her playing again. Yeah, I mean, Serena Williams has been my entire life just the most dominant tennis player. Like, I can't remember a point in my life where I don't remember Serena and Venus Williams being at the top of the tennis game. It's amazing. The talent, the talent from the two sisters have had in tennis. I'm even afraid to pick up a tennis racket. Yeah, uh, no, that's just, not not a sport for me. No. Not a sport for me. And just the running back and forth and the exercise, like that's doesn't work uh, for me. I mean, even just watching watching a match just gets me winded. Yeah, I guess your neck gets sore. You oh, look this way, look oh, that way, look and this then, way, and if you talk, everyone yells at you. Well, that's the it's like you're thing. in a movie theater. Yeah, and the same with golf. Don't get me started with golf. You know that. You, hey, yeah, please it, don't talk during my backswing. Please, exactly. Please. It's like. Hey, I know this is a major event. It's like Tiger. Look, you're getting paid a substantial amount of money to be one of the best golfers ever. So if I want to talk and comment and say, yeah, man, let's do it again, Tiger Woods. 
hey, let me. I'm I'm paying good cash money to get in. Yeah, that actually reminds me of a story of Shohei Otani in his first year in Major League Baseball, which was this was before everybody knew Shohei Otani was who he was, and he was just kind of getting settled. But in Kansas City, fans of his. Angels fans, Shohei Otani fans, were being so loud that apparently Otani asked one of his representatives to go over as they were sitting right behind home plate and just like, hey, can you guys maybe just cool it, quiet down a little bit while Shohei's hitting because he's trying to focus and you're being really loud? Like, really? At a baseball stadium. I love it. At a baseball stadium. It's like, I say, I say all sports, let the fans make as much noise as they want. Yeah, I mean, there's thousands of people at these golf events. You really expect them all to be, like, dead silent every time somebody takes a swing? Unacceptable. Can't do it. 619 WNBF Business News coming up in one minute. First. WNBF. 620. It's time for Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks will try to shake off a Tuesday tumble where the Dow fell more than 400 points and the Nasdaq gave up 3%. One reason for the big drop, growing unease among consumers about the state of the economy. And a key report that was issued this week proved it. The conference board's latest consumer confidence index slipped to 98.7 in June from 103.2 in May, falling for the second month in a row. The drop to the lowest level since February of 2021 is due mainly to persistent inflation, which is driving up prices for gas and food, and in response to the Federal Reserve's plan to slow inflation by raising interest rates. No more parties at Airbnbs. Period. The San Francisco-based company says its ban on parties at homes listed on the site for short-term rentals is permanent. Airbnb began to crack down on parties after a fatal shooting at a party at a house in California. Daria Albinger, ABC News. And Wall Street futures, Dow futures down 16, NASDAQ futures down 34. WNBF News Time, 622. Six twenty-three. It's time for Doctor Sanjay Gupta, sponsored by UHS. A better life with Doctor Sanjay Gupta. Not only is fighting with someone you love okay, it can actually be healthy for your relationship, but you have to fight fair. Jim McNulty is a psychology professor at Florida State University who has studied relationships for years. One of the most important things we've seen in our research, he said is that people benefit most from being direct. Beating around the bush, implying things, insinuating things, being sarcastic, that doesn't work. So how do you do it? Start by picking a good time to fight. Don't wait to say what's bothering you until you just can't take it anymore. And don't dive in when you're tired or stressed or hangry. If that's when something comes up, hit the pause button if you can. Analyze your own feelings and do your best to express them without using the words you never or always lastly it's not just about what you say you do have to be a good listener i'm dr sanjay gupta helping you live a better life 
Attention, per the current government mandate, U.S.-based insurers are now required to cover at-home COVID testing kits with no out-of-pocket fees to you. If you have a current insurance plan, you are eligible to receive up to eight COVID-19 tests shipped to you each month absolutely free. As long as the government mandate is in effect, just visit testkitforfree.com to register now from the comfort of your own home. That's testkitforfree.com to receive your tests shipped to you at no cost. Go to testkitforfree.com today. Paid for by Tiro Health. If you're in healthcare, you know the power of data. At NRC Health, we know data isn't enough. Going beyond data to genuinely connect with each person is what really matters. That's the power of human understanding. At NRC Health, harnessing that power is everything. Helping you improve care for everyone. It's the secret ingredient for the smartest healthcare systems. Go deeper at nrchealth.com. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, sponsored by UHS, WNBF News Time, 625. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Be prepared for more delays today, as usual, on the Parkway, 434 eastbound from Binghamton University down to downtown with the Greenway Project continuing. You can bet big backups will persist through much of the day. If you're looking for a fast way from the university area to downtown, take Riverside Drive or Main Street. Now the weather forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog this morning, otherwise mostly sunny today. It'll be a nice Wednesday, high 81. Isolated showers and thunderstorms early tonight, then partly cloudy overnight, low 56. Sunny Thursday, high 84. Mostly sunny Friday, high 91. And the weekend looks comfortable, mostly sunny Saturday. Showers likely, high 79, beautiful Sunday. Said Daniel Boone, high 82 right now. In downtown Binghamton, it's 52 at News Radio, WNBF News Time, 626. Entertainment News. Chris Pratt is a Navy SEAL on a mission in the new series The Terminalist, debuting this week. That's not how it went down. You're along for the ride as he tries to figure out if some grand conspiracy killed his unit and his family, or is he just losing it? Director Antoine Fuqua telling me it's a story with which everyone can connect. Empathy, love, revenge, justice. That's the thing that we all relate to. The Terminalist is out Friday on Amazon Prime Video. Out today, Baymax is back. You did not remain calm. The lovable inflatable robot from the 2014 Marvel and Disney movie Big Hero 6 returns to star in his own animated series. Scott Adsit returns as the voice of Baymax with Maya Rudolph and more in the cast. You can find Baymax streaming on Disney+. Plus. That Who's the Boss sequel starring Alyssa Milano and Tony Danza has a home. It'll air on Amazon's freebie service. And singer Nicole Scherzinger is 44 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Well, happy birthday to everyone who is celebrating a special day today. Hope you enjoy and eat lots of cake. Unless you prefer Pop-Tarts. WNBF News Time 629 coming up next. The News with James Kelly. It's time. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. 
Good morning on this Wednesday, June 29th at 6.30. It's 55 degrees in downtown Binghamton this morning. I'm James Kelly, and you're listening to First News on WMBF. Authorities announced that the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force conducted an investigation into an arson for hire in the area and discovered that David Rexer of Endicott conspired with another person to commit arson on an occupied dwelling in the village of Endicott. Rexer was charged with attempted murder in the second degree, conspiracy in the second degree, attempted arson in the second degree, and conspiracy in the fourth degree. Rexer is currently being held at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility after arraignment and processing. The District Attorney's Office announced that Shamel Hunter of Binghamton was sentenced to three years in New York State Prison, followed by three years post-release supervision, after pleading guilty to criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree. In December, police executed a search warrant at Hunter's residence in Binghamton and recovered quantities of methamphetamine, fentanyl, and over $13,000 in cash. Authorities say Christopher Vandemark of Saratoga County pled guilty to engaging in a money laundering conspiracy designed to conceal proceeds from a multi-state unemployment and insurance fraud scheme. Vandermark admitting to corresponding with a person who directed him to open accounts at multiple financial institutions, and those accounts received more than $88,000 in fraudulently obtained unemployment insurance benefits from six states. His sentencing is scheduled for October 27, 2022, and a conviction carries a maximum term of 20 years in prison, a fine of up to $500,000, and a term of supervised release of up to three years. The Cortland County Sheriff's Office announced that Desiree Brame of Freetown, New York, was arrested on Monday for petty larceny. Through their investigation, police discovered that Ms. Brame had stolen electronics from a Walmart in Cortlandville and attempted to sell them at a pawn boss. She was released on an appearance ticket and is scheduled to appear in the town of Cortlandville Court on July 11, 2022. The Cortland County Sheriff's Office also announced that Brooke Irish of Cortlandville, New York, was arrested last week and charged with criminal contempt in the second degree. Police responded to a call about a disturbance in the town of Virgil and through their investigation discovered that Ms. Irish had violated a stay-away order of protection by being at the home of the protected party. She was later arrested and released on her own recognizance with a date to appear at the town of Virgil court. The United States Attorney's Office announced that Waskar Javier of the Dominican Republic was sentenced to serve 20 months in prison following his conviction for illegally re-entering the United States and fraud and misuse of a non-immigrant visa. Javier was removed from the United States in October 2020 following a felony conviction in New York State Court. Javier's vehicle was stopped by a state trooper on September 30, 2021, at which time he presented the trooper a Dominican Republic passport containing a fraudulent United States non-immigrant visa. The Broome County Office of the County Clerk announced that they will be holding an after-hours passport fair on July 11th at the Broome County Clerk's Office. The fair will run from 4.30 p.m. to 7 p.m., and residents will be seen by appointment only. You can sign up for an appointment at passportfair.setmore.com and download a copy of the passport application at travel.state.gov. New York State Police have reported that actress and Syracuse native Mary Mara died this weekend at the age of 61 following an apparent drowning in Cape Vincent, New York. Mara was found deceased by police in the St. Lawrence River early on Sunday morning. WMBF's Bob Joseph reports that a Rochester-area business has purchased a six-acre site on Hooper Road in Endwell, where it has planned to build a four-story housing project. CDS Monarch acquired the property just south of Maine Endwell High School this month for $475,000. The site has been owned by JST Properties LLC of Johnson City. CDS Housing of Webster has proposed constructing a 115-unit apartment complex on the parcel. 
The property is adjacent to the Marion Apartments project, which has 102 units. More information about that story is available on WMBF.com. And Governor Kathy Hochul has been declared the winner of the Democratic nomination for New York State governor after yesterday's primary vote. Hochul is the first woman from either party to secure the nomination for the office in New York. U.S. Representative Lee Zeldin emerged victorious in the Republican primary, defeating Harry Wilson, Rob Astorino, and Andrew Giuliani. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. At Good Ch- Good morning, 6.36 at WNBF, WNBF WNBF.com. Live and local. No, you can't voice track this. No, the news is not voice track. The news happens every day on WNBF. We start the day off with First News Binghamton and then bring you more news throughout the day on air and, of course, online at WNBF.com. And then, in addition to bringing you the news, we also talk about the news. Gee, I wonder what we might talk about today on your live local talk program, Binghamton Now. I can't imagine what the topic will be first thing out of the gate. But I'll just have to stay tuned like you. The first moments of Binghamton Now will be interesting today, I predict. Again, who knows? There's no scripts, no agenda. It's just live and local radio the way you like it. So Binghamton Now will be on today, right after the 8 o'clock news. I encourage you to listen to what may be the most splendid edition of Binghamton Now in its 10-year history. Stay tuned. Because as someone once said, we're only just getting started. Binghamton Now, every weekday morning, it's your show. Oh, by the way, you can also participate by calling in or sending an email. You could even send an email now. Who knows? You send an email now, maybe it'll be right on the air. Sometime between 8 and 10 today, the email address to submit a thought to the Binghamton Now host is bob at wnbf.com. Good morning. This is First News Binghamton, June 29th, WNBF News Time, 638. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. 640, and all is well across Broome, Tioga, and surrounding counties, at least in terms of the roads, based on what we know. No crashes, no delays, no trouble for you so far on this Wednesday morning. Some reduced visibility in a few spots because of patchy fog. Otherwise, nary an issue to concern yourself with at this moment. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today. There is some patchy fog for a little while longer. High today, 81. Partly cloudy tonight. Some isolated showers and thunderstorms during the evening. Low 56. Sunny tomorrow, high 84. Mostly sunny Friday, high 91. Right now, in downtown Binghamton, 55. At News Radio, WNBF News Time 641. Today, a lot of talk on WNBF. I know we already mentioned our local talk program, Binghamton Now, from 8 to 10. But that's just the start of our delightful talk lineup. 10 to noon, 
Brian Kilmeade. Noon to three, Dan Bongino. Three to six, Sean Hannity. And then right after the six o'clock news, Mark Levin until baseball time with the Rumble Ponies. Tonight, by the way, the Rumble Ponies are uh, likely to have a very interesting game as Max Scherzer starts. He was scheduled to start last night, but it was pushed back a night. Give himself another 24 hours of rest. As he deals with that left oblique issue. Anyway, you can hear the game tonight. WNBF live coverage beginning at 6.50 on 92.1 FM and 12.90 AM with Jacob Wilkins. Or if you want, you could drive all the way to Hartford. Of course, the gas would cost you, but at least you'd be able to see Max Scherzer again. We'll see how that goes tonight. We'll be listening on News Radio. WNBF News Time, 643. This is First News, Binghamton. It's time to catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, uh, being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WNBF. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 6.45 on WNBF. Time now for James Kelly. Speaking of sports. The New York Yankees defeated the Oakland Athletics last night by a score of 2-1. to one. J.P. Sears took the ball for the Yankees in a spot start and threw five and two-thirds innings, allowing just three hits and no runs. Following the strong outing, Sears was optioned back to AAA Scranton. Jose Trevino hit an RBI single in the first inning to score D.J. LeMayhew, and Marwin Gonzalez hit a solo home run in the second for the Yankees' only runs of the game. Clay Holmes allowed one run in the ninth inning, but held on for his 13th save of the season. The Yankees are now 55-20 and 20 in the 2022 season and the best record in Major League Baseball. The New York Mets lost to the Houston Astros by a score of 9-1. to one. Carlos Carrasco allowed six runs in four and a third innings of work, including four runs in the first inning off an Alex Bregman RBI single and a three-run home run for Kyle Tucker. The Mets' lone run of the game came in the ninth inning on a bases-loaded walk to catcher James McCann. The Mets are now 47-28. and 28. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies were defeated by the Hartford Yard Goats last night by a score of 6-2. The Rumble Ponies scored on a home run from Brett Beatty and an RBI double from Wyatt Young, but starter Jose Chassin allowed five runs over five innings of work. Max Scherzer was scheduled to make his second rehab start with the team on his way back from an oblique injury, but his start was postponed until tonight's game. And with Scherzer's start postponed, the Rumble Ponies' watch party was also postponed until tonight. 
Gates to Morabito Stadium will open at 6.05 for the 7.05 start. And if you can't make it in person, you can listen to the game right here on WMBF with pregame at 6.50. And the New York Knicks traded Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel, along with two future second-round picks, to the Detroit Pistons in a $19 million salary cap move yesterday. Experts expect the Knicks to use that additional salary space to pursue free agent guard Jalen Brunson, who averaged 16 points per game with the Dallas Mavericks last season well his left oblique has been a problem right oblique is fine and i'm looking now for the first time in my life at uh, illustrations of the abdominal external oblique muscle and uh, good lord i'm all too familiar with the The yankees always have those problems with with judge and hicks and stanton it's always the oblique and one of those injuries that you never know that it's not healed until you know for sure that it's not healed Uh, so, that, I mean, that just happens with the Yankees all the time. You right. get a guy come back a yeah. week, two weeks too soon, and then yeah. there they are down for another month and a half. How bleak. How bleak. How bleak indeed with the left oblique. And now I can't unsee these images. I've wrecked my entire day. Well, that's on looking. you for looking at medical images <laughs> well, at 7 exactly. o'clock in the morning. You know, who, who in their right mind would be, you know, looking up uh, Wikipedia and YouTube stuff about the left oblique muscle. One thing uh, I think is worth noting, we mentioned it in your uh, last sports update about Serena Williams. Um, She lost to Harmony Tan in the first round of Wimbledon. It was her first singles appearance since suffering a leg injury during last year's Wimbledon. Uh, She did not rule out an appearance at the U.S. Open. Here's what Serena had to say. It definitely makes me want to hit the practice courts because, you know, when you're playing not bad and you're so close and, you know, just like I said, any other opponent probably would have suited my game better. Um, so, yeah, I feel like that um, it definitely get, it's actually kind of like, OK, Serena, you're you could do this if you want. Um, there's definitely, you know, lots of motivation to get better and to play you know at home yeah i think she can get better and i expect we'll see serena williams on the court again maybe at the u.s open yeah now she she lives for tennis yeah it's too bad we don't have uh open tennis courts at rec park in binghamton too bad they're still closed yeah, because of some weird, it's a mystery thing going it's on. It's a mystery every I, time. I remember you wrote that story, yeah. but I don't even I don't remember like what happened. I with mean, them. they were they were back there the other day. And how I'll they tell were you. fixed and yeah. then not fixed. Yeah, they spent more than a million dollars to replace the tennis courts, and I covered that story all last year with comprehensive coverage. And then I thought, oh, good, they're done. So now everybody who enjoys those tennis courts on the west side will be able to to play and it turns out they were open for a couple months and then they started having problems and every time that i uh, have a chance to chat with mayor cram i say have we figured out the mystery yet huh and mystery without any clues this could be like um I don't know, uh, a late summer replacement series on Fox on Fox at um, 9 o'clock weeknights, you know, say for four episodes. You know, what is causing the mysterious vapor? It's 
vapor yeah. in tennis I mean, courts? Come on, man. I mean, there are a lot of tennis courts in America. I feel like maybe we should be able to figure this one out. If we all put our heads together, we should be able to figure out why we can't get a tennis court to work properly. It's yeah. just concrete. Well, the mayor, the, well, and, and a special blend of delightful asphalt. So, I mean, you know, Vestal Bituminous put it in, and then they had to rip it up. Because according to the city, it didn't meet the specifications. So at the cost of the contractor, they had to rip it up and then put down another layer. And now we still have the vapors. So I don't know. You know, call me some, call someone from ESPN. They would know. Or the Tennis Channel. Call them. I'll call Serena Williams to get her on the phone. You ever <laughs> seen this before? <laughs> She'd be like, are you kidding me? Come on, man. How did you get this number? <laughs> really? It's like, Serena, don't ask how I got the number. Just answer the question. She said, Bob, I'm going to come to Binghamton. I'll check out the tennis courts right after I address you face-to-face for calling me. I told you never to call again. Coming up next, Money News on WNBF. Dirty time for Money News on WNBF. Taking a look at stock futures right now. Wall Street futures are down a tad. Dow futures down 27. NASDAQ futures down 42. Instagram is blocking posts that mention abortion from public view, in some cases requiring users to confirm their age before letting them view posts offering information about the procedure. Over the last day, several abortion advocacy Instagram pages have found their posts or stories were hidden with a warning that described the post as sensitive uh, content. U.S. consumer confidence slipped to its lowest level in 16 months as persistent inflation and rising interest rates have Americans as pessimistic as they've been about the future in almost a decade. That's the money report up to the minute. Now it's time for the tech report with Kim Commando, who knows a thing or two about emerging technology. A revolution's beginning often first goes unnoticed, just as it did 15 years ago today. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by Simply Save. Get a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring at simplysavekim.com. In 2007, BlackBerry smartphones seemed unstoppable. Everybody who was anybody had one. Just six months earlier, though, Apple's Steve Jobs has walked out on stage holding the world's first iPhone. His now-famous quote, It's a phone, it's a camera, it's an iPod. But as one critic said, it's not a BlackBerry. They asked, how can Apple overcome BlackBerry's huge market presence? iPhone sales, at $500 each, were initially slow. Within six months, some even labeled it a flop. And then that certain something happened. Enough people had enough iPhones to demonstrate them to others. By 2008, the iPhone revolution was in full swing, and no one saw it coming. I post breaking tech news at my website, commando.com. Profiling, surveillance, data harvesting. There are lots of things not to like about tech giants, but what can you actually do about it? Well, you might not have $44 billion to go buying up Twitter, but for less than $7 per month, you can fight back against big tech by using ExpressVPN. How do you think companies like Twitter make all their money anyway? Well, by tracking your searches, video history, and everything you click on, and then selling it. ExpressVPN helps you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address, a unique identifier that every device has. That allows big tech to match your activity back to you. 
That's why I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. Just one tap on your phone or computer to turn on the ExpressVPN app. That's all it takes to protect your online privacy. Visit expressvpn.com slash Kim right now and get three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim, expressvpn.com slash Kim. And Kim Commandos Tech Updates are available to you every weekday morning at this time right here on News Radio WNBF and WNBF.com. WNBF News Time 655. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. We have no reports of any travel trouble around the Twin Tiers at this time. If you see a problem, a serious crash, or a delay that we are not yet reporting, please call us on the WNBF traffic tip line. The number is 607-772-1290. We will inform you when we learn of any traffic problems today and every weekday on First News Binghamton with updates four times an hour. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog still around this morning. Otherwise, mostly sunny today, high 81. Partly cloudy tonight with isolated showers and thunderstorms during the evening, low 56. Sunny tomorrow, high 84. Mostly sunny on Friday, high 91. Your extended forecast for your WNBF weekend enjoyment, mostly cloudy Saturday, showers likely, high 79, sunny, very nice on Sunday, high 82. Right now, it's 55 at News Radio, WNBF News Time 657. WNBF.com is the source for local news. Now, more than ever, you need local relevant news where will you find it well you can look all around and maybe you can find some local relevant news some places but the best place for breaking news for the binghamton area is wnbf.com for example the story about the 115 unit apartment complex that they want to build just south of Main Endwell High School. Where are you going to read about that? Only on WNBF.com. Go see for yourself. Read the story. Look at the video. See the pictures. And imagine, if you will, that lot, six acres, with a four-story building with 115 apartment units right near Main Endwell High School. Or, going west, young listener, the Union Endicott. High school, take a look at the pictures and the video of the work being done right now as they tear apart the bleachers at Ty Cobb Stadium. It's all for you. WNBF.com. 658. Susan. This is News Radio 1290 AM. WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. I'm Bob Joseph. Today is Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. This is First News Binghamton, live and local. The coverage you need as you start your Wednesday morning. Coming up next, ABC News with the national and world update. The latest on the January 6th bombshells, the hearing in Washington. Then, James Kelly with your local news. WNBF News Time, 7 o'clock. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. 
Good morning on this Wednesday, June 29th at 7.04. It's 55 degrees in downtown Binghamton this morning. I'm James Kelly, and you're listening to First News on WMBF. Authorities announced that the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force conducted an investigation into an arson for hire in the area and discovered that David Rexer of Endicott conspired with another person to commit arson on an occupied dwelling in the village of Endicott. Rexer was charged with attempted murder in the second degree, conspiracy in the second degree, attempted arson in the second degree, and conspiracy in the fourth degree. He's currently being held at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility after arraignment and processing. The district attorney's office announced that Shamel Hunter of Binghamton was sentenced to three years in New York State Prison, followed by three years post-release supervision after pleading guilty to criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree. In December, police executed a search warrant at Hunter's residence in Binghamton and recovered quantities of methamphetamine, fentanyl, and over $13,000 in cash. Authorities say Christopher Vandermark of Saratoga County pled guilty to engaging in a money laundering conspiracy designed to conceal proceeds from a multi-state unemployment insurance fraud scheme. Vandermark admitting to corresponding with a person who directed him to open accounts at multiple financial institutions, and those accounts received more than $88,000 in fraudulently obtained unemployment insurance benefits from six states. His sentencing is scheduled for October 27th, and a conviction carries a maximum term of 20 years in prison, a fine up to $500,000, and a term of supervised release of up to three years. The Cortland County Sheriff's Office announced that Desiree Brame of Freetown, New York, was arrested on Monday for petty larceny. Through their investigation, police discovered that Ms. Brame had stolen electronics from Walmart in Cortlandville and attempted to sell them at a pawn boss. She was released on an appearance ticket and is scheduled to appear in the town of Cortlandville court on July 11th. The Cortland County Sheriff's Office also announced that Brooke Irish of Cortlandville, New York, was arrested last week and charged with criminal contempt in the second degree. Police responded to a call about a disturbance in the town of Virgil and through their investigation discovered that Miss Irish had violated a stay-away order of protection by being at the home of the protected party. She was later arrested and released on her own recognizance with a date to appear at the town of Virgil court. The United States Attorney's Office announced that Waskar Javier of the Dominican Republic was sentenced to serve 20 months in prison following his conviction for illegally re-entering the United States and fraud and misuse of a non-immigrant visa. Javier was removed from the United States in October 2020 following a felony conviction in New York State Court. Javier's vehicle was stopped by a state trooper on September 30th, 2021, at which time he presented the trooper a Dominican Republic passport containing a fraudulent United States non-immigrant visa. The Broome County Office of the County Clerk announced that they will be holding an after-hours passport fair on July 11, 2022 at the Broome County Clerk's Office. The fair will run from 4.30 to 7 o'clock, and residents will be seen by appointment only. You can sign up for an appointment at passportfair.setmore.com and download a copy of the passport application at travel.state.gov. New York State Police reported that actress and Syracuse native Mary Mara died this weekend at the age of 61, following an apparent drowning in Cape, Cape Vincent, New York. Mara was found deceased by police in the St. Lawrence River early on Sunday morning. WMBF's Bob Joseph reports that a Rochester-area business has purchased a six-acre site on Hooper Road in Enwell, where it has planned to build a four-story housing project. 
CDS Monarch acquired the property just south of Maine Endwell High School this month for $475,000. The site has been owned by JST Properties LLC of Johnson City, and CDS Housing of Webster has proposed constructing a 115-unit apartment complex on the parcel. The property is adjacent to the Marion Apartments Project, which has 102 units. And for more information about this story, you can check it out on WMBF.com. And Governor Kathy Hochul has been declared the winner of the Democratic nomination for the New York State governor after yesterday's primary vote. Hochul is the first woman from either party to secure the nomination for the office in New York. U.S. Representative Lee Zeldin emerged victorious in the Republican primary, defeating Harry Wilson, Rob Astorino, and Andrew Giuliani. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. 710 on a Wednesday morning. No reports of big crashes or big delays. Everything seems to be okay as we get your Wednesday morning commute going wherever you're heading. If you're working, taking the kids to wherever kids go in summertime. Guess the pools will be open later. You could take them there, maybe. Take them for breakfast before you drop them off at the pool. Anyway, no trouble to report. Local roadways around Broome, Tioga, and surrounding counties. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog this morning for another hour or so. Otherwise, mostly sunny today, high 81. Partly cloudy tonight, isolated showers and thunderstorms. Before 10 p.m., low 56, sunny tomorrow, high 84, mostly sunny Friday, high 91 right now. A pleasant 55. You might not be able to drive 55, but you can certainly enjoy 55 on the thermometer. It's very pleasant. And it'll stay that way for a while until the big warm-up happens Friday with temperatures in the low 90s. 711 at WNBF, WNBF.com. Good morning, Bob Joseph, along with James Kelly. We've got the news you need. We'll have a sports update coming up in a few minutes. Also, some money news at 720. And later this morning, tech news. Yes, we'll have a tech update from ABC at about 7.53, a tech trend report. Yes, the iPhone turns 15. They sold their first iPhone 15 years ago this morning. And who knew that the iPhone would take over the world? What would have happened if we didn't get the iPhone? Talk about that later this hour on News Radio, WNBF News Time 712. The other thing that we can talk about today is well, you know, I'm not going to let the cats out of the bag yet, but you know what the big topic will be an hour from now when we start Binghamton now. I know, you know, we all know. It's the elephant in the room, and we'll talk about it. Probably for most of the two-hour program, Binghamton Now, today from 8 to 10. WNBF News Time, 713. Individual. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 
7.15. It's time for sports with James Kelly. The New York Yankees defeated the Oakland Athletics last night by a score of 2-1. to J.P. Sears took the ball for the Yankees in a spot start and threw five and two-thirds innings, allowing just three hits and no runs. Following the strong outing, Sears was optioned back to AAA Scranton, and Jose Trevino hit an RBI single in the first inning to score D.J. LeMahieu, and Marwin Gonzalez hit a home run in the second inning for the Yankees' only runs of the game. Clay Holmes allowed one run in the ninth inning, but held on for his 13th save of the season. The Yankees are now 55-20 and 20 in the 2022 season, the best record in Major League Baseball. The New York Mets lost to the Houston Astros by a score of 9-1. to one. Carlos Carrasco allowed six runs in four and a third innings of work, including four runs in the first inning off an Alex Bregman RBI single and a three-run home run for Kyle Tucker. The Mets' lone run of the game came in the ninth inning on a bases-loaded walk to cashier James McCann. The Mets are now 47-28. and 28. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies were defeated by the Hartford Yard Ghosts last night by a score of 6-2. The Rumble Ponies scored on a home run from Brett Beatty and an RBI double from Wyatt Young, but starter Jose Chassin allowed five runs over five innings of work. Max Scherzer was scheduled to make his second rehab start with the team on his way back from an oblique injury, but his start was postponed until tonight's game. And with Scherzer's start postponed, the Rumble Ponies watch party was also postponed until tonight. Gates to Morabito Stadium will open at 6.05 for the 7.05 start. And if you can't make it in person, you can listen to the game right here on WMBF with pregame at 6.50. The New York Knicks traded Alex Burks and Nerlens Noel, along with two future second-round picks, to the Detroit Pistons in a $19 million salary cap move yesterday. Experts expect the Knicks to use the additional space to pursue free agent guard Jalen Brunson, who averaged 16 points per game with the Dallas Mavericks last season. And Serena Williams had an early exit from Wimbledon this weekend. Oh, yeah. Let's listen to what she had to say to reporters right afterwards after she had a chance to catch her breath i love changing the game i think that's you know something that i i never kind of set out to do um and then somehow i did it somehow i'm serena and that's pretty awesome well it was pretty awesome she also said it was nice having the crowd supporting her she felt the support unfortunately it just didn't work out this time but who knows she um, sounds optimistic about the future hopeful possibly going to play in the u.s open yeah, it, it rarely does work out at this stage of an athlete's career there's nothing wrong with that everybody gets old eventually yeah. uh, i got old at 18 so hey it happens to the best of us i haven't gotten there yet but i know at some point inevitably father time will catch up with me yeah it'll get there it'll get you there. know on the plus side when i think about serena williams and even um her sister venus now Correct me if I'm wrong, they've never crashed uh, somebody else's minivan while going down a highway at 80 miles an hour in California in the morning. So Yeah, I, I can't say that they've done that to yeah. my knowledge. So, I mean, not every, not every sports notable is capable of um, inexplicably driving recklessly and then endangering the lives of innocent people and their own life and then actually uh, setting back their entire career. So... You know, at least the Williams sisters know how to drive, I guess. Yeah, some athletes are just great top to bottom. They're just pre predisposed to good driving skills and you know, not 
see what here's what I would do. Here's another thing, by the way. Speaking of uh, athletes who have had driving issues, there's uh, a guy, uh, a UFC guy who actually grew up in Endicott, um, John Bones Jones. So he. I didn't know he was from around here. He, yeah, he, he went to Union Endica High School. He went to my high school. I taught him everything he knows, except about his driving. One morning, he was driving on Binghamton's west side, driving a Bentley, no less, with some friends in the car. This is like 4 a.m., and apparently he had difficulty navigating. He smashed his Bentley into a pole on Grand Boulevard. Wow. Yeah, I, I've never understood that. When you're that successful and that, of an driver. athlete, yeah, get Uber. someone to drive you. Uber. Well, you got millions happened. and millions of dollars. Exactly, man. Come on, man. You're just begging. You're begging for trouble. Yeah. Anyway, fortunately, that was the only trouble. Wait, no, that wasn't the only trouble in his career. Anyway, no, it's just the beginning. But he hasn't been in trouble lately. You have to admit that. There have been no reports of John Bones Jones being in trouble lately. Yeah, not that I've seen. And and I can't say that I've seen many reports on John Bones Jones at all. No, but now that you're around here, trust me. Oh, I'll hear about it. I'm hearing about it right now. Absolutely. He's on your radar, man. Yeah, I'll take note. I'll take note when I see his name pop him. Bob told me about that guy one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But hopefully he'll encounter no further issues. Hopefully he's not listening. Oh, my gosh. No, that would be a problem, James. Make sure we beef up security at the front desk. 7.20, time for some business news with Daria Albinger. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks will try to shake off a Tuesday tumble where the Dow fell more than 400 points and the Nasdaq gave up 3%. One reason for the big drop, growing unease among consumers about the state of the economy. And a key report that was issued this week proved it. The conference board's latest consumer confidence index slipped to 98.7 in June from 103.2 in May, falling for the second month in a row. The drop to the lowest level since February of 2021 is due mainly to persistent inflation, which is driving up prices for gas and food, and in response to the Federal Reserve's plan to slow inflation by raising interest rates. No more parties at Airbnbs. Period. The San Francisco-based company says its ban on parties at homes listed on the site for short-term rentals is permanent. Airbnb began to crack down on parties after a fatal shooting at a party at a house in California. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Wall Street futures down at the moment. Dow futures are down 22. NASDAQ futures are down 40. It's the latest money news for you on WNBF at 722. Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I am well, never better. Love and life. Good, good. I drove past your uh, office there in the parkway this morning at approximately 517. Mm, did you see me? Nope. That's right. Wouldn't that be funny if I said I did, and then you'd say, Bob, Bob, Bob. Bob, I've tripped you up. I wasn't there. I wasn't there, so don't 
Don't pretend that you saw me. Anyway, uh, everything looked uh, fine, as you might expect at 517. Things were uh, quiet, although with these early sunrises, it was beautiful. It was tranquil. Mm -hmm. Still is. Yeah. So what uh, what shall we talk? Oh, I know. You were talking, I think, yesterday in the uh, the preview that people might be actually getting some more money to come up potentially in, in the months ahead? Well, certainly we hope so. It's the Social Security bill that would uh, give seniors collecting Medicare seniors collecting Social Security, my goodness, an extra $2,400 a year. So it's called, Bob, the Social Security Expansion Act. And it's based on the fact that every year, supposedly every year, Social Security recipients receive a cost of living adjustment, or it's referred to as COLA. And last year, which it was actually... This year, which is 2022, it was a very big increase of 5.9%. So it it basically was about a $90 a month increase that, of course, was taken away some of that for their Part B premium, but still one of the biggest ones we've seen in years and years. The problem with it is that inflation has risen to 8.6% from a year ago, and that's a four-decade high. So... What's that mean? That's, that means that that $90, or it really came down to about $72 a month, didn't keep up with the cost of inflation. So this new bill is going to seek to, you know, lessen that strain on people that collect Social Security by boosting each recipient's monthly check by $200. And, you know, $200 a month can make a significant difference for many people. On the other end of the spectrum as well, because people say, oh, sure, they're going to give us $200 more a month, but they're going to take more out of the Part B premium. But CMS, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, are looking to actually decrease Part B premium for 2023 because the increase was so substantially high, and the reasoning behind it and the justification for it, Bob, was that that new um, Alzheimer's drug, Adalim, that would be administered in a doctor's office under Part B of Medicare was going to be so expensive that they had to compensate for those copays. However, that didn't really occur because the actual Part B premium should have been adjusted because the prescription or the drug that gets ingested in a doctor's office was cut in half the price the price tag. So we're going to see a lot of changes in 2023, and hopefully we're going to see some changes that are going to help <clears throat> people that are on Medicare. Now, anyone who is current, who I mean, who does this benefit? It's anybody that's a current Social Security recipient or who is going to turn 62 in 2023, and then they claim, in their, you know, will claim Social Security early. So any of those beneficiaries would receive the extra $200. Also, this bill is going to increase the Social Security payroll tax on higher income workers because, you know what, we have to pay for all of this. So incredibly, and a lot of people may not be aware of this, 
Higher income workers who make more than $147,000 a year don't pay the Social Security tax on any earnings above that level. So that's pretty crazy when you think about it, okay? So under this bill, the payroll tax would kick in again for people earning above 250. So they're still working on that arrangement. But if that does go through, Bob, expanding that payroll tax is going to boost the um, Social Security Administration's trust fund, which is going to ensure its solvency through 2096. So that's a very good thing because they're crying that it's going to be only 13 years before a 20% reduction in Social Security is going into effect. So they got to change that tax structure. Right. A lot of things going on in Social oh, Security. Oh, it's so complicated. Now, if people want to get in touch with you, what should they do? Well, first of all, they have to remember, it's same with you, Bob, they have to dial the area code. So 607-772- 4898. They can Google us at KSO Insurance. All our contact information comes up. Or simply go to a phone book. We have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. We are up on the Parkway, 170 East. 1708. Boy, I'm doing good this morning. Vestal Parkway East. And uh, we're up above Plato's Closet and Style Encore. You drive right up to us. And <clears throat> as you know where we are, Bob. I and did. by the way, we, I will not be on the air next week because I will be off for July 4th. So right after next week, we will be back. All right. Well, I'll be looking forward to that, but I, I got to be I got to be blunt. I'm going to miss you. Oh, thanks, Bob. Yeah, but you will be back, okay? Of course. Enjoy your uh, Independence Day. Have fun. Yeah, you too, Bob. Thanks. Thank you. Karen Sweet O'Neill. Karen Sweet O'Neill, Insurance Solutions in Vestal, here on News Radio, WNBF Binghamton. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, June 29th at 731. It's 55 degrees in downtown Binghamton this morning. I'm James Kelly, and you're listening to First News on WMBF. Authorities announced that the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force conducted an investigation into an arson for hire in the area and discovered that David Rexer of Endicott conspired with another person to commit arson on an occupied dwelling in the village of Endicott. Rexer was charged with attempted murder in the second degree, conspiracy in the second degree, attempted arson in the second degree, and conspiracy in the fourth degree. Rexer is currently being held at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility after arraignment and processing. The District Attorney's Office announced that Shamel Hunter of Binghamton was sentenced to three years in New York State Prison, followed by three years post-release supervision after pleading guilty to criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree. In December, police executed a search warrant at Hunter's residence in Binghamton and discovered quantities of methamphetamine, fentanyl, and over $13,000 in cash. Authorities say Christopher Vandermark of Saratoga County pled guilty to engaging in a money laundering scheme designed to conceal proceeds from a multi-state unemployment insurance fraud scheme. Vandermark admitting to corresponding with a person who directed him to open accounts at multiple financial institutions, and those accounts received more than $88,000 in fraudulently obtained unemployment insurance benefits from six states. His sentencing is scheduled for October 27, 2022, and a conviction carries a maximum of 
20 years in prison, a fine up to $500,000, and a term of supervised release of up to three years. The Cortland County Sheriff's Office announced that Desiree Brame of Freetown, New York, was arrested on Monday for petty larceny. Through their investigation, police discovered that Ms. Brame had stolen electronics from a Walmart in Cortlandville and attempted to sell them at a pawn boss. She was released on an appearance ticket and is scheduled to appear in the town of Cortlandville Court on July 11th. The Cortland County Sheriff's Office also announced that Brooke Irish of Cortlandville, New York, was arrested last week and charged with criminal contempt in the second degree. Police responded to a call about a disturbance in the town of Virgil. Through their investigation, discovered that Miss Irish had violated a stay-away order of protection by being at the home of the protected party. She was later arrested and released on her own recognizance with a date to appear at the town of Virgil court. The United States Attorney's Office announced that Waskar Javier of the Dominican Republic was sentenced to serve 20 months in prison following his conviction for illegally re-entering the United States and fraud and misuse of a non-immigrant visa. Javier was removed from the United States in October 2020 following a felony conviction in New York State Court. Javier's vehicle was stopped by a state trooper on September 30th, at which time he presented the trooper a Dominican Republic passport containing a fraudulent United States non-immigrant visa. The Broome County Office of the County Clerk announced that they will be holding an after-hours passport fair on July 11th at the Broome County Clerk's Office. The fair will run from 4.30 p.m. to 7 p.m., and residents will be seen by appointment only. You can sign up for an appointment at passportfair.setmore.com and download a copy of the passport application at travel.state.gov. New York State Police have reported that actress and Syracuse native Mary Mara died this weekend at the age of 61 following an apparent drowning in Cape Vincent, New York. Mara was found deceased by police in the St. Lawrence River early on Sunday morning. WMBF's Bob Joseph reports that a Rochester-area business has purchased a six-acre suite site at Hooper Road in Enwell, where it is planned to build a four-story housing project. CDS Monarch acquired the property just south of Maine Enwell High School this month for $475,000. The site had been owned by JST Properties LLC of Johnson City, and CDS Housing of Webster has proposed constructing a 115-unit apartment complex on the parcel. The property is adjacent to the Marion Apartments Project, which is 102 units. More information about the story is available on WMBF.com. And Governor Kathy Hochul has been declared of the winner of the Democratic nomination for New York State Governor after yesterday's primary vote. Hochul is the first woman from either party to secure the nomination for the office in New York. And U.S. Representative Lee Zeldin emerged victorious in the Republican primary, defeating Harry Wilson, Rob Astorino, and Andrew Giuliani. You're listening to WMBF for News Breaks First, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Tired of News Radio 1290, WMBF. 737, WMBF. Speaking of John Bones Jones, according to the internet, specifically the website Cage Side Press. I don't believe that's part of the USA Today network, but I may be wrong. There is um, ongoing speculation that John Bones Jones is about to return. He hasn't seen uh, the inside of the cage for quite some time, according to cagesidepress.com. So the Union Endicott High School graduate could be back, could be back for the UFC at some point. According to this website, the last time Mr. Jones competed was February 2020. 
So, says, since that time, over uh, the past two and a half years, John Bones Jones has relinquished his light heavyweight title, had a spat with pay with the UFC, been inducted into the Hall of Fame, and went through some very public scandals. And now, according to this website, cagesidepress.com, John Bones Jones may finally be back with a September return date. That's the rumor. Much has been made of a potential fight between John Bones Jones and someone named Stipe Myosik, an ex-champ. Of course you knew that. Stipe Myosik. The ex-champ. Adding fuel to the fire, UFC President Dana White recently confirmed that John Bones Jones was ready to make his long-awaited return. Mr. White said John Jones is ready to go. We're just waiting for an opponent. It's either going to be Francis Ngannou, depending on how long his knee is going to take to recover, or Stipe Myosik. Ngannou is unlikely to be ready before the end of the year. So anyway, well, it goes on and on, as you might think, from Cageside Press. If you want to see more details of the possible return of famed Union Endicott High School graduate John Bones Jones, you can see it at Cageside Press. Uh, for those who forgot, it was May 19th, 2012, at 5.02 a.m. when Binghamton police were sent to Grand Boulevard and Helen Street... A Bentley smashed into a pole, and ultimately John Bones Jones was charged with DWI. And then, a few weeks later, he was ordered to pay a $1,000 fine plus $6,564 in restitution for the damage he called, uh, caused to the NYSEG pole. And there you go. Just history. That was a decade ago. John Bones Jones in the news. And what a decade it's been. WNBF News Time, 740. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. We have no trouble on Grand Boulevard or Helen Street on the west side. No Bentley smashing into poles. No problems at all so far around Broome and Tioga counties on this Wednesday morning. Keep you posted if there are some traffic problems throughout the day. Some patchy fog around the region, though. That could affect your visibility. The forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today, high 81. Partly cloudy tonight with isolated showers and thunderstorms, low 56. Sunny tomorrow, high 84 and mostly sunny Friday, high 91. Right now, it's 55 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio, 1290 AM, 92.1 FM, and streaming live all the time at WNBF.com. And if you really want to stay in touch with WNBF, install the app on your phone. With the WNBF app, you can be in touch with us. If you're in Florida, North Carolina, Tennessee, California, even Idaho. You can listen to WNBF 24-7 on the free WNBF app. Coming up, we'll have some sports, of course, with James Kelly. Also, more money news for you on this Wednesday morning. And in about 10 minutes or so, Daria Albinger with Tech Trends.
as we celebrate the 15th birthday of the iPhone. This is Brian Kilmeade reminding you to listen weekday mornings from 10 till noon to The Brian Kilmeade Show on News Radio 1290 WNBF. I will be listening intently to Brian Kilmeade today from 10 to noon. I love it because I can watch him now. In fact, let me see if I can watch him now on Fox News Channel. Sadly, somebody put MSNBC on in the control room. Fox News Channel with the Fox and Friends. And looking for Brian Kilmeade. James, what happened to Brian Kilmeade? I thought he was on Fox and Friends. Mm, I don't know. thought he used to be on WMBF. No, he's still... Oh, there he is. He's wearing a blue tie today. So his, his radio show from 10 to noon... Isn't that a sharp tie? That is a good tie. That's a good tie. Let's say that he has like something, uh, a pin, a lapel pin. I can't make it out, though, because we have a very small screen. But he's wearing some kind of a lapel pin, but the blue tie shines through loud and clear. Yeah, as a, as a Catholic school kid, I know all about having a good tie and the importance of really standing out <laughs> with everything else is uniform. You got the same jacket, same pants, but having that nice tie, that sets you apart. Well, see, when I went to public school, in Endwell, James, no we, ties. Had, we, we had no dress code, you know. I'd yeah, no ties. Up, you know, wearing wearing a Gumby T-shirt, and then my best friend, she would be wearing a Pokey T-shirt, and we were like, you know, yeah, we were right. we were just having fun, and then we would go down the street for uh, on Thursday afternoons down to the church for my class. And then I would see all the students in that school wearing ties, and I'd be envious. And yeah. I'd, I'd come home to my mom and say, Mom, how come I can't wear a jacket and tie to school? And she said, Bob, that's just not what they do at your public school. Mm. Said, yeah, you- there I was wearing a suit every day while you were rolling in, <laughs> half cleaned up, yeah. sweatpants, yeah. hoodie. Yeah. Some and, of us looked sharp in high school. Yeah. Okay. You know. But now I look sharp every day when I show up at the radio station. So yeah, I do the opposite. Look, look at my purple tie. Look, I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt today. <laughs> I was going to say, you're a rebel with a cause. <laughs> All right, 746, time for sports with James Kelly. The New York Yankees defeated the Oakland Athletics last night by a score of 2-1. to one. J.P. Sears took the ball for the Yankees in a spot start and threw five and two-thirds innings, allowing just three hits and no runs. Following the strong outing, Sears was optioned back to AAA Scranton. Jose Trevino hit an RBI single in the first inning to score D.J. LeMahieu, and Marwin Gonzalez hit a solo home run in the second for the Yankees' only runs of the game. Clay Holmes allowed one run in the ninth inning, but held on for his 13th save of the season. The Yankees are now 55-20 and 20 in the 2022 season, which is the best record in Major League Baseball. The New York Mets lost to the Houston Astros by a score of 9-1. to one. Carlos Carrasco allowed six runs in four and a third innings of work, including four runs in the first inning off of Alex Bregman's RBI single and a three-run home run for Kyle Tucker. The Mets' lone run of the game came in the ninth inning on a bases-loaded walk to catcher James McCann. The Mets are now 47-28. and 28. 
The Binghamton Rumble Ponies were defeated by the Hartford Yard Goats last night by a score of 6-2. to two. The Rumble Ponies scored on a home run from Brett Beatty and an RBI double from Wyatt Young, but starter Jose Chassin allowed five runs over five innings of work. Max Scherzer was scheduled to make his second rehab start with the team on his way back from an oblique injury, but his start was postponed until tonight's game. And with Scherzer's start postponed, the Rumble Ponies' watch party was also postponed until tonight. So Gates to Marabado Stadium will open at 6.05 for the 7.05 start. And if you can't make it in person, you can listen to the game right here on WMBF with pregame at 6.50. The New York Knicks traded Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel, along with two future second-round picks, to the Detroit Pistons in a $19 million salary cap move yesterday. Experts expect the Knicks to use the additional space to pursue free agent guard Jalen Brunson, who averaged 16 points per game with the Dallas Mavericks last season. And Serena Williams lost in the first round of the Wimbledon tournament, the singles tournament, yesterday after a year-long absence. Now, this says the match lasted 3 hours 11 minutes and was contested with the retractable roof shut for the last two sets. I don't know if that means anything to people, but I wish we had a retractable roof over at Morabito Stadium. Do you... I think if I talk, I know a couple of people in Albany. Do you think if if I talk to some of my people in Albany, we could get a state grant so we could have a retractable roof on our stadium? Well, it might be tough for AA, but I've always thought that every major league team, especially in the Northeast, should at least have an option for a retractable roof. You can leave that thing open all year, but we lose so many games in April and May. So it would pay October. for itself. Yeah, both of those games get made up eventually. Well, you always play 162. But it's also also just, from a logistical standpoint, makes it difficult for the players, for everybody involved with the team, people who work at the stadium. It makes it difficult, dare I say, even for us here at the radio station. Because, say, if a um, Rumble Ponies game gets postponed because of rain or snow or some other circumstance that affects the actual operations here at the station. So actually, in the interest of a smoother operating WNBF, I think the case can be made to spend $25 million to install a retractable roof. Yeah, you think we can come up with that? Just pool everybody's money, everybody throw in a few bucks, and we can come up with a retractable roof? Not our roof. money. No, I'm talking about state taxpayer <laughs> money. I mean, if the state can afford, if Kathy Hochul, the governor, can come up with this plan to spend a billion dollars in tax money for a new stadium for the Bills, who are incidentally owned by a husband and wife who live in Florida, you know, and, dare I say, they are people of means. I won't tell you how much money they're worth. We'll just say billions. Okay, six billion. With there. the B. <laughs> yeah, there I said it. So even if they spent $2 billion for their new stadium in Buffalo, they would still have at least $4 billion left over. So eventually it could move to New York State and maybe live on Riverside Drive. Yeah, listen, when you're tossing around that big B word, what happened? $25 million, that gets lost in the numbers. Exactly. exactly. So anyway, obviously you know I am a staunch supporter of the Buffalo Bills, and I would be heartbroken if anything were to happen to them. So I doubt it. I, I think the people of Buffalo and the surrounding area would riot in the street if the Bills oh, ever yeah. threatened to leave. Well, they've threatened. 
That's the whole point. That's why they're going to get. It's going to happen. It's never going to happen. Yeah, well, that was the threat, and that's why Kathy They jump Hochul, through tables for this team, Bob, regularly. Like every Sunday, they say, let me go down to Walmart, get a giant table. Oh, shoot, they're sold out. Let me go to a different store. Well, that's And tr- they jump through it. Yeah. So, anyway, one final note. We could talk about uh, the Bills all day. And actually, it seems like we already have. But uh, speaking of their new stadium, if they're going to bother building a new stadium, which apparently they intend to do at Orchard Park, I say if you're going to go to the bother of spending maybe up to $2 billion for a stadium, why not put a retractable roof on it? I mean, if you're going to have football games on Lake Erie, by the way, those are the only NFL games I've ever attended were games at at uh, Rich Stadium. And i got to tell you, you haven't felt, you've never experienced cold until you've been oh, yeah. at a Bills game. Oh, oh yeah. Listen, I, I'm all for retractable roofs in baseball because those games get canceled. I love a good snow game. I love a good snow game in the NFL. Well, I love it on TV. I don't love to experience it in the stands where I'm, it's like I came in with 10 toes and I'm leaving with four. Yeah, well, it's a TV event for sure. Yeah. All right, thanks, James Kelly. Latest in sports on News Radio WNBF 753. News Radio 1290 WNBF. WNBF on a Wednesday morning. Great day to go to Miller Motors on the Vestal Parkway right across from Binghamton University and take a look at a car, maybe a truck. Any kind of vehicle, whatever you have in mind, they'll be able to help you. They have a very good used vehicle inventory right now if you're looking for something previously owned. Or if you're looking for a new Honda or Hyundai, they can tell you about the options that are now available. Miller Motors open today from 9 to 6. They're there to serve you at 4455 Vestal Parkway East. The Miller Auto Team has been there for you for decades, and they'll be around for years to come. So, if you need a new car right now for summer travel, or perhaps you're preparing for uh, something special, maybe in the coming weeks, uh, son or daughter going off to school and they need a good car, stop by and visit the Miller Auto Team on the Parkway in Vestal. Join Mark. Weather forecast looks good today, mostly sunny, 81, partly cloudy tonight, 56, sunny tomorrow, 84. Right now it's 55 in downtown Binghamton, WNBF News Time, 758. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. I'm Bob Joseph, ABC News covering the uh, latest developments around the nation and around the world coming right up. Then the local and regional update with James Kelly, followed by Binghamton Now. Stay tuned. It's going to be an interesting morning, 8 o'clock at WNBF.